Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and buckle your seatbelts. It's time for your weekly ride-along with the Bikes on Bikes. This is Drive-By. Welcome, I am Mike J, he is Mike S, we are the Mikes on Mikes, this is the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast, the coronavirus can suck my dick, I'm recording with a Hall's Defense podcast, or Hall's Defense cough drop in my mouth, if it annoys you, sorry, I'm trying to do everything I can to stay healthy. What's up, Mike? Um, yeah man, it's just, it's just another week, huh? We've got this coronavirus, uh... Still essential. Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, fucking bitch, Carol Baskin's still out there. Uh, it's not been I a tell good you. week, man. I tell you. Although, let's just start this right now. Um, so I will say I had an amazing thing happen to me on Tuesday. Um, so there's this dude uh, at my work, <laughs> and he's... I laugh because of obviously if you were of the the elite team, you would know this story already, but I'm ready to share it with everyone. For you to share it with everyone. So this dude uh, has, um, I guess the nicest way to put it is, like, like his, on where I work, the area that I work in, this dude has, like, a fucking dick that's, like, an urban legend, right? It's been mm-hmm. glimpsed at urinals and shit. It's supposedly just this fucking monster. And he's like, pees four <laughs> feet away from the fucking urinal, so you see it, right? So, uh, everyone's seen it here. Like, like there's like a group of like eight or nine people that have fucking seen it. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I gotta see this fucking warlock. So, I fucking follow him in the bathroom one day. And I pretend to wash my hands. This was Tuesday. I pretended to wash my hands. I, and I'm, I'm meat gazing and <laughs> did ain't no shit. Like this dude's fucking dick was so fucking big. It was like he was smuggling a newborn brontosaurus in his trousers and it was trying to get out and he was pulling it back in. I'm talking, this dude was pissing two full hands on it, holding it. And there was still like five fucking inches showing after his hands. It was unreal. Dude, if I had that fucking dick, I'd be internationally famous for having that fucking dick. Like, it's fucking just, dude, it looked like a pork loin. It looked like it looked like when the Loch Ness Monster comes up out of the fucking water and goes back in. It looked like it, it like dick isn't even the right word, man. It's a fucking appendage. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it, it like, like, I thought when I saw it, I'd feel like some type of way about my own dick. Cause personally, I got a pretty nice fucking dick. But like, I thought this was gonna make me feel a weird type of way about my own dick. Like, oh man, I can't even call this a dick anymore. No, it didn't make me feel any different about my dick because it's like, it's like comparing yourself to, like, fucking LeBron James or something, where it's like, nah, man, like, like, I'm a pretty legit dude, all things considered, 
But, like, if you compare me to LeBron James, obviously I'm not fucking looking great, right? But, like, <laughs> right. here in Ohio, where I live, fuck, man. Like, I'm fucking great, right? But if you put me on an international stage next to LeBron, obviously I look like shit. So I didn't even feel any type of way about it. I was just like, God damn. Like, we're not even, like, at comparable levels. Bro, it's like... It was fucking huge, man. And, of course, it's attached to someone that, you know, he ain't fucking. You know he ain't doing nothing with it. (laughs) It's just a fucking waste. It's just a fucking waste. Although, like, a lot of things make sense to me now because he walks with a limp and wears a back brace. And that makes sense to me now (laughs) because I heard that Kurt Cobain developed scoliosis over, like, you know, a lifetime of playing guitar, right? He already had, like, a curvature of the spine, but it got much worse because he was constantly holding the weight of a guitar. And having played guitar for, like, 20-ish years, man, uh, and having held plenty of guitars, it all makes sense to me because that dick looked like it weighed at least as much as a fucking guitar. (laughs) Wow. I would also probably say on the reality side of things. Uh oh, uh oh, what's this? We got like, we have a guest coming in, Mike. Sorry to interrupt you. It's it's the Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic. Uh, I just wanted oh, to come no. in because I heard people talking about big giant cocks, and someone said, "Fuck that fucking bitch, Carol fucking Baskins." I fucking hate her. Y'all talking about giant dicks and Carol Baskins hating? I figure this is the place for me. Tiger King, Joe Exotic, oh my gosh, thank you for stopping in, it is amazing, I can't believe we had such a topical celebrity on here like that, oh what's this, we got someone else coming in the door, hey, it's uh, another southern gay gentleman, celebrity heterosexual, Todd Chrisley, y'all, I heard someone say something about large penises, and I know a thing or two about those, oh my gosh, we have so many southern gay men in my bedroom right now. It's raining, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a raining, man. Okay. Um, so, but for real, man, fuck that fucking bitch, Carol Baskins. Uh, so let's talk some fucking <laughs> wrestling, huh? WrestleMania was recorded this week, this past week, in a seedy yes, downtown factory slash warehouse. Word is that Drew McIntyre won and Braun Strowman lost. But fuck it. Let's get on with our predictions. <laughs> yeah why not man why not i don't know i didn't really look at any spoilers so i don't know if that's um true or not i am gonna look at spoilers after this though i was gonna look at spoilers before this because you know i don't really care um but uh i just was like nah man because i didn't want to like accidentally give something away for you so yeah which is appreciated i actually I did this for you. you with doing the research for this because I didn't want to stumble on spoilers. I don't even know if there's any out there. I'm sure there are, but I, I'm I'm actually thinking if they were smart, they would have taped multiple endings to the matches so that spoilers wouldn't have mattered. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, let's see if I can find them. <laughs> anyway, our first match is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler in a. Match that literally, probably only their families give a fuck about. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of like the story. Yeah, okay. Cool. It's been actually pretty interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. I know you haven't watched it, but uh, Otis, man, I know you don't like him, 
I understand. I'm telling you, the dude's going to be a star if they keep up the way they've been doing things with him. Um, no, he is not. I disagree. <laughs> um, he is, at best, a career low-end mid-carder. Um, that's pretty much all that we've got going on on that for me with him. I just don't... Nah, man. Nah, man. I don't see the... The allure of Otis? I guess I shouldn't say I don't see the allure. Uh, there's... I don't know. I just don't see the fucking... <laughs> I get it. Who you got in the Smash, though? <sighs> I mean, what is to lead us to believe that Dolph Ziggler is going to win anything ever that's important? Well, that's true. Right? Yeah, so. you got to think, are they taking the story further or not? Um, and I think they can take it further with Otis still winning. Because I think there's stuff there with Sonya as well. So, I'm going to say Otis. Feel, yeah, feel good win for the crowd, I Otis. I think Sonya... Um, I think Sonya... behind all this? No, I, 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 she might be. Fuck, I don't know. I'm not paying attention to this story, bro. Um, <laughs> I think Sonya has more to be offered on uh, the main roster than kind of what she's been doing the last few years since she's been there. So, um, I mean, like, it'd be cool if she was behind this because I feel like she's a talent that they're not doing as much with as they could be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. After that match, we have Elias versus King Corbin for the honor of defending the honor of Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I, I think I think we're gonna get a lot of babyface wins. Um, oh, this is gonna be a night of feel good. I feel like. Yeah, so it's gonna be Elias. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Um, digging Elias as a face. Yeah, me too. I think it, it works good for him. He's got the natural charisma that the crowd was jumping on board with, even as a heel, so that's cool. Yep. Um, the match I care the second least about, uh, after Otis and Dolph, the Women's Tag Team Championship, the Kaboot... Is this still two nights, also, by the way? Because there's only, like... Eight matches on here, man. Uh, <laughs> I think there's 16 scheduled. I think there's eight and eight. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess now that I'm looking <laughs> at it. Anyway, Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, I like the Kabuki Warriors more than I like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, but it's probably time for some kind of change there. I see. I'm really torn on this, and we have to obviously. You know how I feel about Alexa Bliss. Yeah, we got to further this um, story somehow with her and Nikki Cross. It's been languishing. Yeah, well, I think that has a lot to do with some of the situation. I think that that has a lot to do with 
some other, you know, injury issues, this, that, and the other. I think Bliss was sick there for a minute, which is interesting in these times. Um, and then, of course, you had the Kabuki, uh, not Kyrie Zane with her injury at TLC. I, and I think they've all been kind of intertwined, and I think that's why both these stories have kind of languished. Uh, maybe this is where we were going. I don't know, man. I love the Kabuki Warriors. I love heel Asuka. I love heel Kairi Zayn. I don't necessarily want to see them lose the titles, but at the same time, if it frees up Asuka for some singles runs, and even with keeping the team together, there's no reason to split them up, and then brings a new story for Nikki and Alexa, which I think could definitely be interesting if given the time then i guess i'll go with alexa and nikki however i will throw this out there alexa bliss did pin oscar clean on a smackdown last week which if you know anything that means she's definitely gonna lose on the pay-per-view yeah that's fuck man it's generally a pretty good point um It is. It's funny, because I was just listening to uh, um, 83 Weeks, and uh, uh, they were talking about Sting's 1997, and how, like, two or three weeks before he finally had the showdown with Hogan at Starcade, they finally let the NWO beat him up, because... uh, you know, gotta get some heat on him before the... Right, exactly. Yeah, before you get some heat on him. <laughs> uh, get some heat on him before the match. So, um... Sorry for, like, staggering so much here. I'm trying to look for spoilers on Reddit. Just to see if... <laughs> I just want to know if they're out there, you know what I mean? Um, I haven't found any yet. So... It, I, I don't... Reddit would be the place. Yeah, I don't think they have any out, man. That's pretty That's cool. Good. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, no. I mean, all I'm seeing is that some things were successfully taped this week. So, right on. Cool. Way to not ruin things for everyone, Dave Meltzer. Um, <laughs> Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Let's hope Alistair Black kicks his dude's head off, huh? I mean, they're one of these guys one... has something to offer this company for the next ten years. The other one had something to offer this company for the next ten years in two thousand five. Yeah, if there's one thing, if there's one of those call ups from last year's pre slash post WrestleMania, we're gonna give you what you want. That has really, even though he hasn't done much what he has done they've tried to make him look like a killer and i like it i'm a huge fan of alistair black i honestly think he's one of my favorite wrestlers right now so i think he's gonna kick the head off of bobby lashley alistair black looks like every creative character i ever made on a wrestling game (laughs) when i was in high school so you love him right no man because it's like I like Aleister Black a lot, don't get me wrong, right? But the whole thing is a little bit, like, cringy to me. The, um, the coming up like a vampire, 
the tattoos, the boot that looks as if it was made out of dinosaur skin, the sitting cross-legged. Like, it's all... And I'm not saying a lot. Like, I'm a big Aleister Black fan, but it's a little teeny tiny bit cringy to me. Just as... <laughs> just as, like, a heavy metal kid in the 90s. It's just, like, everything that was marketed to us. Like, in one package, almost. And That's it just very feels, true. It just feels a little cringy to me, like... I don't know. I know I'm not saying I it is... love it. Yeah, I'm not saying it is cringy. Like, it, it, you know, it could just be my personal vibe, but it feels super fucking cringy to me sometimes, man. Like, it's just a little <laughs> bit too... It, like, honestly feels like some fucking, like, high school kid made him on a creative character thing. and <sighs> Like, the name and everything. Like... <sighs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I get it. We've got a SmackDown Tag Team Championship. we got The Miz and John Morrison taking on The New Day, taking on The Usos at a ladder match, which rumor is is actually just John Morrison versus Kofi Kingston versus one of The Usos in a ladder match that is not for a title. So who you got? That's a rumor. That's the rumor. Hmm. They should have still made it for the titles. That's the rumor, is that it will no longer be for a title and will be Morrison, Kofi, and a singular Uso. In ta- which I think, fucking, that's going to be an amazing fucking ladder match. <laughs> I mean, now that I've, now that I've said match. it out loud, we're going to have John Morrison versus Kofi Kingston versus an Uso. I hope it's Jimmy. Um... <laughs> In a ladder match? Like, that's... I don't know, man. That sounds pretty fucking dope to me. Just throwing that out there. Like, I'm actually... I'm gonna say... Super excited for this match now. I'm gonna say Kofi. I'm gonna say John Morrison. Let's talk about John Morrison That was gonna be my other pick. It's not gonna be an Uso, I'll tell you that. Let's talk about John Morrison for a brief minute here, huh? Um... Okay. What the fuck are they doing with this guy, man? <laughs> Putting him in a tag team with the men like, so everyone like, remembers who he is. Y'all get that this is why no one wants to come back to your fucking company, right? That this shit right here is why? This this right here, right here is why? And, like, I'm sure John Morrison, dude's almost, like, 40 now. I'm sure it's nice to come back and get an easy payday, work with your fucking buddy. Whatever. I'm sure, man. But, like... We're acting like this dude didn't just spend the last 10 years becoming one of the biggest international stars in the business. Huge fanfare when he comes back. Oh, man, we're getting John Morrison back. John Morrison's coming back. Ooh, it's John Morrison. Tag team partner with Miz again, just like it's 2004. Suck a dick, buddy. We don't care about Lucha Underground or anything that you've done here. And this is the fucking problem, right? This is the fucking problem. This is one of like the many issues that happen with this company. You got some good shit on your hands, man. People were excited that John Morrison was coming back. There's a fucking reason that he is not in, like, a main event scene right now. Like, this is stupid. And I'm not saying he should be fighting for a fucking main event title, man. But, like, come on. Come the fuck on, dude. Like, come the fuck on. This is why I don't watch this shit anymore. And Goldberg, this is why I don't watch this shit anymore. 
Because when you have cool things in your fucking hands, you fucking shit all over them. And I'm just tired of, like, getting my hopes up for some cool thing just for it to be shit all over again, man. Nah, I'm straight. Uh, <laughs> Raw Tag Team Championship. A let, whole bunch of dudes I've hold never on, heard hold of. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. I don't hate pairing him with Miz right off the bat because in, in my view... You've neutered him. Right right off the bat, they've neutered this fucking well, dude. Putting on. him in a tag team immediately neuters him. It immediately, it is, and, and I'm not saying like in any other company, but in WWE, put someone in a tag team means you're fucking donezo, sonzo. We got nothing for you. Go over here into the division that we clearly haven't given a fuck about since 2006. But, in defense... No, please, try. This, this, no, hold on. We know these guys are like real life best friends. This might have been something they push for, and it might be something so that they can work in singles matches later, which I think would actually be a good idea against each other. You could make Miz the heel again. I think he's a better heel than face. I think Morrison could be a great face. And if it leads to that, it leads to that. And then we can understand maybe why they started this way. And also a little bit, it would be a little bit of a soft reintroduction for, uh, for Morrison. That was me coughing coronavirus on your opinion. <laughs> That's not funny. That was topical and funny for the times that we live in. <laughs> topical and funny for the times that we live in. Um, so after that, we've got um the Street Profits taking on Austin Theory and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Um, is the Street Profits the one with Montez Ford, or is that the AEW Street Profits? Nope. Street Profits, Montez Ford. I like Montez Ford. Um, I don't care about literally anyone else in this fucking match. <laughs> I don't care who wins this match. I have no opinion on who wins this match. I'm going to pick the opposite of whatever you pick just for the fucks of it. I mean, Street Profits are going to retain. God damn it. Uh, shit. I did not want to really have to pick Austin Theory and Angel Garza, but here we are. Okay, cool, man. Um, I still want Montez <laughs> Ford to win because he's the only one in this that I give a shit about. So, right on, right on, right on. Um... After that, we've got a match I'm very much excited about. The Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn, defending against uh, Daniel Bryan. And I'm sorry, I don't see how this can be a bad match. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be great. No way this isn't I a mean, good match. There's no, no way. There's no chance. This is one of like the few reasons to watch this pay-per-view. Like, it really is. This is fucking impressive to me. This match right here. Like, I can't wait. This is badass. Right on. Cool. Um, I, Daniel Bryan, I think, probably. Maybe. 
I don't know, because we hear that Daniel Bryan is possibly wanting to be... Le- not be a full-time wrestler anymore, which I totally understand. Um, that being said, he could still be on Make TVs and not be full-time. Um, I actually... The I more think I... it also, also would depend on the outcome of the Universal title match, because if Goldberg is still champion after Mania... This is all assuming... I'm speaking from the idea that re- wrestling will continue as we know it. So if you're doing tours, you want your champions there to be represented, right? Right. Goldberg ain't doing it. We know that. So if he keeps the title, then it would have to be someone who's also going to be on the road full-time as Intercontinental Champion, which would be Sami Zayn. If we are to believe the rumor that Daniel Bryan doesn't want to be on the road full-time. So it's kind of... I don't know, man. I I will say if there's one way to get Sami Zayn, who hasn't really wrestled that much since his comeback, to be have not only heat, but to have a legitimate victory, man. Him beating Daniel Bryan would be it, right? Yes, it would. And also, um, there is a rumor going around that Daniel Bryan um, will be going into a personal quarantine after WrestleMania. His wife is pregnant. Right. Um, right. And it's, uh, my understanding is it's, you know, kind of to protect her health. So, uh, there's a good chance he doesn't win this. Yeah, I think, yeah, you just, you just convinced me it's Sami Zayn. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it makes sense to me that he would self-quarantine. So, and maybe it is Sami Zayn, maybe it is Daniel Bryan. Either way, we the fans will truly be the winners because this is going to be an outstanding match. Yes. Could not agree more. What's next on the docket? Next, we have another match I'm excited about. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I think both of these guys are two of like, the better in-ring performers and storytellers on the face of the planet right now. So I'm curious to see what they can do on like a like a big stage together like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'll be interesting. Uh, I think it's probably KO's time, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, again... Although KO's pretty much been getting one over on Rollins pretty regularly for months now, because that's that character. Yeah, we're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna have happy endings (laughs) on a lot of these matches, I really do feel. So, I think, especially with most of Seth's followers supposedly out, one of AOP has a bicep tear, and Murphy was supposedly quarantined, so... I mean, it leaves a lot of room for KO to get this win. I do want to... I, I meant to bring this up before we even got into this, Mike, but man. I know you probably didn't watch much, if any, of Raw this week, but there were promo work. Like, you wouldn't believe some of the best WWE promos I've heard in a long damn time, Mike. That's what a lot of people were saying. I'm actually going to check out Raw and SmackDown uh, this week, just for the refresher going into Mania. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, the, the, the Rollins promo from last week, followed by KOs this week, and then I wasn't huge on AJ's promo, but 
Taker was able to take points from that promo and deliver an awesome, uh, what do I want to call it, American Badass-style Taker promo. And it was fantastic, man. It actually made me want to see the damn match. What's that tell you? I don't know. It tells you it's rather serendipitous that you <laughs> brought that up because, as it turns out, the very next match here on our list of matches <laughs> is The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. There we go. Undertaker's going to win. I think so, too. I think we're past the point of people being able to beat Taker at Mania again. <laughs> um, fucking hate this so much. Uh, I want to know what a Boneyard match is. I actually think it could be fun. And he mentioned... There was an interview with AJ Styles where he said... Uh, Boneyard is just another word for graveyard or cemetery, but in light of current things in the world, we felt it was best not to say graveyard or cemetery. This is a street fight in a graveyard. Okay, that's fair. I like it. Um, yeah. I, Taker also said... Did he bring quit those, No. He nah, said, bring those two ass clowns, Gallows and Anderson, with you because you won't... because you... something to the effect of you're not going to be ready for the Holy Trinity that I'm bringing. So it makes me wonder, is Kane going to be involved? Who else will be the third person? Are we going to get Hollywood things where Taker goes through three different, like, looks in his career? I don't know, but I'm intrigued nonetheless. What the f- what? The Holy he Trinity? He said to bring, bring them because he's bringing the Holy Trinity. Unholy Trinity. Sorry, I misspoke. I don't know who else it could be other than Kane and... Mankind? Yeah, but, like, Mick Foley ain't got it, you know what I mean? He can't. Or the Acolytes? I don't think Ron Simmons can go. But Bradshaw could. In a, in a pre-taped production Boneyard match, why couldn't he? I hope they find two guys that just kind of vaguely resemble the Undertaker, and it's three Undertaker gimmicks at the end. <laughs> I mean, if you it's pre-shot, he technically could, could do it himself, right? Do the mask taker. Uh, there you go. Easy to pull off. All you got to do is get a goatee and a mask. Uh, I don't know about the rest of it, but... um. I'll be honest, this does not intrigue me. All it does is... <laughs> it's like when... I feel like when DC Comics were like, oh, by the way, there's really three Jokers. And I was like, nah, I know you wanted this to be interesting. But all you've done is sour me on the notion of it. Even further. <laughs> so we're both taking Taker. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, all right. This the fucking reality is that this dude who hasn't been able to perform in a good match since it fucking sometime last middle of last decade. 
here we are doing this. Cool. Middle of last decade. That was being fucking nice, wasn't it? This dude ain't been able to put on a good match since 2014-ish. His last good match. His last good match being like... I don't even know. Brock? Was losing to Brock his last good match? Was that even a good match? Yeah, I think it was a good match. Okay. I'll say it was a good match. Alright. It was the last match where you felt like Taker could still pull it off. Yes. Let's give it that one. We got a SmackDown Women's Championship match, Mike. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, I got Bailey defending against Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Um... That's an interesting combination of people. I don't see it being Lacey Evans. She's been given too many opportunities this year. Yeah. A Tamina. Ha. Okay. Sure. Uh, Naomi. Um, nah, man. Naomi probably will never be a champion again. I don't know that I'd say never, but I don't think it's definitely not now. Definitely not right now. It might be never. <laughs> There's a good chance it's never. Naomi's probably never going to be a champion again. It's the reality of it. I saw on another wrestling page, and this is like a friend who has like a wrestling page and a podcast, and I was hesitant at saying this at first, but then I was like, you know, man, fuck him. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even listen to my podcast. So, uh, on their page, they were like, there was like a quote from Naomi. And she was like, oh, yeah, I tried to talk him into, like, letting me and Bianca Belair be a tag team, but they turned it down. Yeah, no shit they turned it down. Because Bianca Belair's a rising star, and you're on the back end of your fucking career, and they don't need you to drag her ass down in a tag team. (laughs) The fuck? What the fuck? And I like Naomi, but, like, why the fuck would you? Come on. Don't do that to this poor girl. This poor girl's a rising star. You're at well, best, you're at best a lower end main eventer when needed. Right. When needed. That's not even your full time position. At least that's like Baron Corbin's full time position, low end main eventer, right? That's not even like your spot. Yeah. You're uh, you're a mid carder in a fucking division that only has uh, uh, main eventers and jobbers. Like you have like no fill-in area in this division. It's weird to me. I don't know, man. I kind of want Sasha Banks to win. I, I I do, too, honestly. I want her to win. What kind of match is this again? If I did just... Uh, it's just a match. Is, is it elimination? Is it... It doesn't say anything on my... I, I, I'd like to see... I can't. I watched SmackDown. I can't remember. I'd like to see Sasha win by not pinning Bailey, if that makes sense. However, it happens. If it's elimination, if it's fatal five, I want to say it's a fatal five way. And what what are the rules for? Fatal? Oh no! Wait, That's I take that back. Right? I take that back. It's an elimination match. Okay, I would love to see. I would love to see it come down to let's let's just say. 
Bailey, Sasha, and uh, Lacey Evans, right? Mm-hmm. And see a situation occur where Evans is going for the pin on Bailey, has a clear opportunity for Sasha to stop the pin, and then allows it to happen so that she can then hit the bank statement on Evans and win. Mm. And then that can start the new story. That, that, that's just me fantasy booking here, people. Well, but that that, that's what I'd like to see. Clearly not be what happens in this match. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I, I do like that. I do like that idea, though. That's a excellent idea. Um, after that, we've got another women's match. Rhea Ripley defending the NXT Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this match right here. Uh... <laughs> I I actually don't know what's going to happen with this um, because there's a lot of factors. Charlotte, number one, being the greatest women's wrestler of all time, and are you going to put her on NXT? I mean, it would it would be a little boost that they might want. That being said, I'm kind of. Like, I'll kind of use this as the same same scenario, different reasoning with the whole Sami Zayn statement. Boy, would it be a notch in Ripley's belt to beat Charlotte, right? Yeah, it sure would. It sure would. So, I'm just thinking... I think it's going to be Rhea. I think this is going to be a way to not only give her that Charlotte rub, but give NXT that Charlotte rub. And I think they're going to keep it on her. I don't think they put it on her with any intention to take it off of her in the foreseeable future. So I think this is just going to be one of those things, man. And then, you know, we can go where we go from there on the NXT side of things. That being said, man, if Charlotte would win and work NXT, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be mad about it either. Um, another match, women's match I'm very much excited about. Becky Lynch taking on Shayna Baszler for the Raw another Women's Another solid segment from Raw. Um, I just Baszler, right? Like, I think we can all agree the Baszler's winning this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and that actually comes back to the KO match. It's been reported that both Seth and Lynch are taking some time off after uh, WrestleMania, possibly to have their wedding. Um, so I probably see a loss for both of them at this point. Yeah, probably. probably. And actually, if she were to go away, I think that would be pretty big for her when she came back. It would benefit her character greatly. Yep. There is such yep. a thing as oversaturation. And she's mm-hmm. held the belt for a year. I mean, she held it mania to mania. That's a bigger run than anybody not named Brock Lesnar has had yep. in, with the belt yep. in quite some time. So, right on, man. Right on. Uh, John Cena taking on The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, I think The Fiend probably has to win this match. 
Fiend has to win, and I hope, I hope this match is fun. It's supposedly rumored to be a House of Horrors, but Hollywood shot-esque, I would think high-budget, broken Matt Hardy stuff. And I really hope that it works out the way that we all know that it can and should. Yes, know that it can and should. That's an excellent way to put it. This could be a great match, and it should be a great match. And it should be fun. I think it's going to be a fun match. Yeah, I agree. Edge taking on Randy Orton in a last man standing match. Look, like, y'all made some atrocious booking decisions in my lifetime. <sighs> but possibly the worst ever would be booking Edge to lose in his comeback <laughs> in his comeback match at WrestleMania. This yeah. would this would be on par with like Sting losing to Triple H. <laughs> Which was just a you know I was thinking about Sting's WWE run uh on my way home last night and from work and uh it's not that it was like bad, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just that there were missed opportunities. It made me like I feel about Sting in WWE the same way I feel about like the new Star Wars movies, right? Where like at the time that they were coming out, I was like, "Oh, sweet, new Star Wars movies. This is fucking awesome." Uh, which is how I felt about Sting. Sweet Sting, he's back. Oh, he's having a match. Yay! And like, were they were they great movies and great matches? No, they weren't. But they were good, you know. It's Star Wars. It's fucking Sting. It's this is good shit, you know. It's it's such good shit. Um, <laughs> but um, then later on in hindsight. I'm looking at him and I'm like, yeah, man, like I enjoyed those, but damn, we could have done so much better. There's so many missed opportunities in the new Star Wars movies and with things running WWE. Have you ever seen the Skull Hall interview about it? I have not. There's like this, I'd have to fucking take some time to look for it. I don't know where it was that I saw it and what the format was, but it was just this brief blurb and they were like asking him about, uh, that WrestleMania when Sting took on Taker. Cause you know, like the NWA runs out and DX runs out and all right. that shit. Uh, right. so he says, so we're, uh, we're going over it. We're rehearsing everything. And then they say, all right, so this is where Triple H is going to hit it with the sledge and get the pin. And Scott Hall says he went, he stopped and went, wait, Hunter's getting the win? And they went, yeah, of course, why wouldn't he? And Scott Hall like made this face, like this confused face and went, I just went, I mean, whatever, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But he said, he said like, even in rehearsals, there was like, everyone was kind of looking around like, what the fuck are we doing here with this? Like, right. Like, this is Sting. Um, but yeah, so... I, I, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, let's not do that to Edge, huh? 
What's that? I said, so let's not do that to Edge, huh? Because that's where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh let's give Edge a victory here. It's the only thing that makes sense. Goldberg. He's defending a title, a universal title, against against uh, someone. Against a man reportedly Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. What do you think? I mean, here's the thing. I'm totally good with Braun getting this shot, but only if he wins. That's, I'm kind of on the same level with you on this. Like, if you're not, if you're not going to, like, finally pull the trigger on this, then, man, you've only done this dude a disservice by having him lose again. And the only way I'd be okay with him not winning is if The Fiend interfered somehow, which I don't think is going to happen, because I think we're going to get him away from the title so that this debacle doesn't happen again. So, uh, yeah, the only way I'm okay with it is if Braun wins or loses due to The Fiend. Other than that, if it's Braun and he doesn't win and it's just a clean loss, nah, that that, that was stupid. (laughs) They just... Man, should have pulled the trigger on this dude two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I I guess for my pick, I'm just going to pick Braun in parentheses, but anybody who is fighting Goldberg. Because I just don't see the reason in keeping the title on Goldberg either. This this was for Mania. That's what this was for. Yeah, I heard some talk about maybe keeping it on him until, like, SummerSlam to get the Mm -hmm. Roman match. But, bruh, come on. (laughs) Like... Don't make us. Which sick. again, if it wasn't Braun, I'd be okay with that. I just don't want Braun to suffer another another loss, title uh, another loss. big loss, another yep. main event title loss. Yes, I feel the yep. same way about it. I'm rooting for Braun Strowman at every turn on this one, and that brings us to the last match that I have on this card, Mike. That is Brock Lesnar taking on Drew McIntyre. For the WWE Heavyweight Championship of the World. <laughs> it's Drew, baby. It's Drew. It's got to be Drew. There's not even another answer that's close. Man. Eh, there's not even... A, there's only two people. There's only two answers. And one of them is very, very correct. And the other one is very, very wrong. <laughs> so let's get Drew McIntyre to win this match. I can't find any spoilers, man. I'll be honest. Well, good. I can't find any spoilers. Good. I've checked Reddit. That's the way. I've Googled it. I'm going to take the Twitter while we discuss the Wednesday night things. And if by the end of the show I don't have any spoilers, I'm going to call it what it is. No spoilers. Hey, hey, hey. Why is Cat Williams trending in right now? What did he do? Maybe he has coronavirus? I mean, uh, I'm not wishing it on him. I just don't know. I don't, I don't, it looks like uh, Cat Williams oh, was on a radio show, roasted some woman on the radio show. 
Uh, there cool. we go. Right on. Anyway, WrestleMania spoilers. <laughs> All right, guys. I think. I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting. I definitely think it's it's gonna be a main to remember one way or another. I'll definitely be checking it out. Um, By the way, Charlotte how... Charlotte on Twitter has changed her name to Ms. WrestleMania. Oh, there we go. Which she is. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll see what we can squeeze in here for the remainder of the show. Hang tight. We will be right back. Each and every week, while Mike's on Mike's, scour the globe. Looking in arenas, locker rooms, VFW halls, looking under rocks, and under Peyton Royce, to answer the burning question, what is Sean Spears doing? Breaking news, breaking news, Mike, I was told that you have breaking news in the search for what Sean Spears is doing. Sean Spears was in a match, Mike. A tag match. Not only was Sean Spears in a tag match, Sean Spears won the tag match. And it wasn't against nobodies. It was against Cody and Darby Allen. And Sean Spears shit. pinned Darby Allen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? I know. I, I thought so shot. too. I was mind blown. Sean Spears also looks like he's put on some muscle mass. So that's what he's been doing. Uh, well, I guess when you're doing an inverted pile driver, and I don't mean that as a wrestling move, I mean that as a sexual maneuver, I recommend looking it up. It looks like it takes a <laughs> lot of upper body strength uh, to Peyton Royce that you would probably just develop that because. Um, Sorry, I just kind of was thinking about Peyton Royce. Got lost in it. I mean, I mean, this dude has pulled off a Billy Kidman-esque marriage. <laughs> He's got the best life. He is. Listen to this. One in six this year in AEW. One and six. Two and six now. He was one and six going into last night's match. Six and eleven overall in AEW. And it's like he works one day a week. It's paid like $250,000 a year to do it, and then just goes home to Peyton Royce. <laughs> and it's like, like every week I'm on here, like, making fun of this dude, but every week it's like, I make fun of him a little bit less, and admire him a little bit more. It's been a real weird month for me, man. A real weird month. It, it's... Everything at this point in time is just plain weird. Like, Sean Spears is my hero. 
where I'm at in life. Uh, this is yeah. it. This is it. This is where I'm at. Mike, let's jump into a little bit of the Wednesday Night Wars. I'll start off NXT. Another good show. I'll, I'll just kind of give the highlights. We had some, do I want to say introductions or reintroductions? We had um, Dexter Loomis get to have a match on NXT television. I don't know... I know he hasn't been on NXT television since they came in, came on USA Network, correct? Yes. But they, uh, I think he may have been on NXT on the USA when it, I'm sorry, when it was a network show. I, I could be wrong, but that's just kind of where my mind's at that he, because they even kind of touted it as a, we haven't seen him in a while, which makes me think they have seen him um, on the television portion of the show. But he had a good match, and I'm trying to uh, look up the name of the guy that he was against, and I can't remember. Oh, Jake Atlas. It just came to me. Which was, I believe, a complete debut for Jake Atlas on the NXT roster. Uh, Loomis got the win. I think another... Highlight or takeaway from the show was Joaquin. Is it Joaquin Wild? Mm-hmm. He lost his match and then was the next superstar to be kidnapped by the lucha wearing mass men in the uh, SUV. Okay. So, so that's two stars now that have been kidnapped. Um, I wonder if this is a take on the Dark Order. I know it's not. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. That would be a... A take on the Dark Order. The Dark Order is a take on Vince McMahon. So it would be WWE doing a take on AEW doing a take on WWE. Right. And now I've gone cross-eyed. Anyway, tell me some more about NXT, Michael. So, let's see. What else did we get on NXT? We got a pretty awesome main event with the North American title, Keith Lee, defended in a triple threat against Dajakovic and Damian Priest. Fuck, I love all three of these guys. It's a really good match, and man, this match would have been... It was great. I don't want to take anything away from this match. But had this match taken place at a takeover in a full arena, it would have been next level possible match of the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm really excited to watch this match. I, Like I said, probably won't get a chance to until this weekend, but man, I'm really excited to watch this match. And something I forgot to bring up last week, we got a second, because we also got one last week, a second um, promo tease for Killer Cross. So there's that. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, video, video package promo that actually puts him in it. So 
he didn't talk. It was more of a prepackaged, like, you know, the clock, all the imagery, and then mm-hmm. just kind of actually showing his face this time, so. Well, at least he was in it this time. That's sweet. All right, yeah, cool. Definitely. That's it, huh? I mean, yeah, it was a straightforward show. We're, we're moving. When they did the triple threat match, they put the uh, TakeOver Tampa Bay logo on the screen, so we're getting these matches throughout the next few weeks is at least the way they're presenting it. Um, so I, it, I mean, I'm trying to think of how I feel about it. I, 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 I like that we're getting these matches, but man, it's the same, same as I said with AEW, why I questioned how they would do it in an empty arena. NXT is a crowd show, man. It, the crowd and Morrow's announcing brings everything to another level, and there's no Morrow and there's no crowd. So, I mean, I'm glad to see them, but I would just... It's just one of those things where I almost wish we could wait, but I'm not going to bitch. Oh, and we had a last-chance gauntlet match to be put into the win... All the, all the uh, quote-unquote losers from the uh, qualifying matches for the tournament for the ladder match. Got to have a gauntlet match. Shotzi Blackheart stood out. She was amazing. Uh, went Started the match and went all the way up to the end where she lost to Dakota Kai. Is that the chick with the green hair? Yes. Yeah, I like yeah, her. Yeah, she's impressing me a lot. I really like her. Yeah, I like her. I like her face also. Um, so the ladder match is set, and I believe... I could be wrong. I believe it takes place next week, but I could be wrong on that. All right. That's exciting. AEW yes. was uh, a TV show that was on this week. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, we open up with uh, Kenny Omega taking on Trent. I uh, watched the opening of this match um, until it dawned on me that these guys were going to go fucking 20 minutes. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm cool. Um, so essentially the first half an hour of this show was dedicated to this match. Um, I watched like the first five minutes of it. This was a really weird match. Like the tone of it, like they started off. They Should started Trent off be getting that much offense, well, and, and well, I'm just I well, didn't no. see the match. So well, no, when I say it's, offense, it's, it's not that. Uh, this match was like freaking weird because it was um, an aggressive and intense match, and there was a lot of brawling right at the beginning, and there was like kind of a throwaway line from Cody on commentary about, oh, they had a match in New Japan that has some heat between them. Bro, this was not, like, the the tone of this match was fucking weird. Um, uh, I guess, for the start of it. I pretty well fast-forwarded after that. Um, it was, like, I just don't want to watch these dudes watch wrestle for 20 minutes. There's no story in it. There's nothing, there's nothing to it. It's a, a fucking, currently, two tag team guys having a singles match. I don't care, man. I don't care. And so I didn't, mm-hmm. so I didn't watch it. Um, I checked the aftermath to see if anything happened. Nothing did. Um, 
All right. <laughs> yeah, there was no, like, aftermath. I'm sure it was probably a pretty good match, you know what I mean? I, I'm sure it was, like, a, a three-and-a-half-star match. But, I, like, what's the point, man? Like, I know a lot of people watch wrestling just for the wrestling. And I am not that guy. <laughs> uh, then we had uh, the number one ranked women's contender, uh, Hikaru Shida. Taking on uh, Anna J. Anna J. making her AEW debut. Anna J. Um, I watched a little bit of this match to get a feel for it, you know, for Anna J. Mm-hmm. Anna J. Uh, she all right, you know what I mean. She about as <laughs> she about as good as anyone in AEW, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I she. Do. Uh, however, with that said, is a smoke show. Like, holy shit. Um, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> this chick was beautiful. I'm gonna text you a picture of her. Um, so, uh, hey, right on. We got the smoke show chick in AEW now. Like, I don't think anyone's going to complain about that. Um, you know, not at all. And if you do complain about it, shut up. Like, stop talking. <laughs> like, this company needs this. I can't even, like, find a picture of her on Google. Oh, here we go. And she had a nice little character where she, uh, um, like, essentially, uh, acted like she was too good for everything. And I thought that was right. cool. Like we need like a little we need like a nice little bitchy character in this company. Uh we don't have I mean like we got Britt Baker but she's more like just an outright heel. It's not like just a random bitch for no reason. So that picture sent in to you. Uh enjoy. Do with that what you will. Um <laughs> And obviously, uh, Sheeta won this match. She's the number one contender. Be interesting to see what, uh, happens. Britt Baker talked a little shit after the match to her because Britt Baker was one of the ringside people. Um, then we had a video for John Moxley, Jake Hager. Whoop did he, whoop did he do? Lance Archer made his debut, bro. Guess who? You're gonna love this shit because I've been complaining. I know. I've been complaining that people have not like, that they're just letting these guys uh, run through local talent. And that a main roster guy needed to take the loss in, like, some kind of squash match, right? So I'm like, all right, Lance Archer, who's he going to squash in his debut? Oh, my God, Mike, it was like a gift from the wrestling gods. Because it was stupid little Marco fucking stunt. And he just... Just <laughs> proceeded... To just shithouse Marco's stunt for roughly five to eight minutes. And, like, was doing that heel thing where it's like, oh, I can pin you now, but I'm totally not going to. They had to have, like, because there was a segment of, like, the audience crowd was divided between, obviously, like, heel and face, right? So you had your face side and your heel side. It was almost like a lumberjack match, except they were there as, like, mm-hmm. fans almost. And... And, like, the whole face side at a certain point had to, like, almost climb the barrier and be like, yo, okay, that's enough. Please stop. Just, like, 
repeatedly slamming Marcus Thun into the ground. Please stop. Um, do he, he, uh, obliterated this little dude. It was a ton of fun. I enjoyed all of it. Um, I personally give it an A. It was the match of the night to me. Just because I fucking, I fucking hate Marco Stunt's character. And this is the perfect use of Marco Stunt. This is what Marco Stunt should be here for. Is to just get... (laughs) spiked off the fucking ground man like this is awesome i loved it the you know dustin rhodes and qt marshall have a tag team name now they're called the natural nightmares oh that's wonderful yeah because we needed another tag team here didn't we yeah totally totally even though dustin rhodes is also in the tnt title tournament he's taking oh we gotta talk about that he's (laughs) He's taking on uh, Sean Spears, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, Sean Spears is in that, too, by the way. He's got that going on. Anyway. This is good for him. Yeah, so they had a... They had a... uh, The Murderhawk, also, Lance Archer, will be in it. He's taking on uh, Cole Cabana in the first round. Um, so, yeah, so the Natural Nightmares, they took on the Dark Order, specifically numbers 8 and 9. Um, I got to wonder last night who the Dark Order guys are. Because, like, literally, like, when you do, like, just random numbers like this, 8 and 9, it could just be any two dudes in the back, huh? Yeah, totally. Because they were just wrestling in, like, windbreaker pants and like, long sleeve black shirts and masks. And it got me wondering, like, this is probably just someone in the back that was like, hey, man, I'll put on a mask and get fucking wrestle. Sure. Um, so, obviously, the team that has, like, faces and names won. And then, post-match, the exalted one, Brody Lee, came down and jackknife powerbomb number eight for losing. We also had another little Brody Lee video... Um, this character's full-on Vince McMahon, my dude. Yep. Have you? What wa- I'm seeing. Have you watched this new video? I didn't see the new one yet, but I heard about it. Uh, it's him telling people that yawning is a sign of weakness, and it's just obviously Vince McMahon, and um. I don't know. It's just... So, like, let me say this. Do you guys not have anything else to do other than sit around and talk about your ex-girlfriend? I'm glad he's on TV, right? I think he's a great mid-to-upper-mid-card talent. I don't know the point in leaving a company to join another company to make fun of the company you left. Well, I, that listen, just seems pretty sad. Not Well, okay, so your reasoning's a little off there, right? He didn't leave a company to join a company to make fun of this company. It's not what he left for, right? Um But he left a company he left, that wasn't giving him an opportunity 
to go to a company that the opportunity they gave him was to make fun of the company he left. No, no. No, no, man. That's not the opportunity they gave him. They gave him an opportunity to come up with his own character and do whatever the fuck he wanted, and this is what he came up with. (sighs) Seems like a waste. This is what he came up with. And I feel like if it wasn't so on the nose, it'd probably be pretty sweet to me. I really do. Um... Mm-hmm. If it wasn't so, like, look, man, you can't be Vince McMahon and a cult leader. You know what I right. mean? You, first of all, there's like a weird, like, it's just like, no, it's too weird. It's too weird of like a, <laughs> a, a back and forth. It's not, it's not uh, like a... Well, he's Vince, and now he's a cult leader, and he's Vince, and he's a cult leader. So is he Vince, or is he a cult leader, right? One or the other. Right. Because Vince isn't a cult leader. Um, And then, um, the Vince stuff is so on the nose. Like, I could see taking, like, character elements from Vince, but you're just like, this is like Huckster and the Nacho Man and Billionaire Ted segments to me. Right. Where it's like, come on, man. Come on. Like, it's so, like, on the nose making fun. Like, let's just... Let's just chill, guys. You don't need to go all this. Did you get that picture I sent you yet? I did. Yeah, she's, right? She's something. Yeah, boy. Um, So, at our main event, it was Cody and Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears. As we know, Sean Spears got the pin on Darby Allen. After the match, Cody went up to, like, talk to Darby Allen, and Darby, like, punched him. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, the only weird thing to it for me was, like, so what are we doing with Darby? Is he, like, your top up-and-coming baby, young baby face, or is he not? Right. It, which is it? Make up your mind. Um, and that was AEW Dynamite for the week. Hmm. Oh no! I forgot one thing. Chris Jericho is awesome. <laughs> the Vanguard one in the hot tub. I I, I, no. I didn't get to watch it yet either, but I've seen Bro, shots. He he gets out of the hot tub wearing jeans with a belt, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best thing. Like like he just like gets out of the hot tub. And has on jeans and a belt. <laughs> like, it had me cracking up. Uh, Chris Jericho and, like, the weirdness of Matt Hardy is gonna be a winning combination moving forward, I have a feeling. Um, I do recommend taking a listen to uh, a couple Talk is Jericho episodes from the last week, the first one being Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm where he explains uh, why he's in AEW. And the second being Brody Lee, where he explains why he's in AEW. Right. I think they're both um, pretty good interviews. They're interesting. They're going to give you some real insight on why they're there. Um, It's kind of one of those interviews like the CM Punk interview where you like listen to it and you're like, all right, like I kind of get where you're coming from, I guess. Um, okay. 
I see why you're mad a little bit. Um, other than that, I don't have anything about AEW left. Alright, well, we are getting the left. TNT Championship, Mike. Oh, yeah, the TNT Championship. Okay. So I didn't even really realize until this week that the show Dynamite was on the channel TNT. It's TNT. It's Dynamite. I hate ACDC, by the way. Um, Yeah. Little note fact about (laughs) me. I hate ACDC. Um, uh, I think that it's a clever name for a show on the channel TNT to be called Dynamite. Uh, I do too. I think that if you have a show called Dynamite, having a TNT title is clever. But I don't think having a show named Dynamite on a channel that is named TNT, also having a title that is called the (laughs) TNT title, it's too much like, and I get that, like, that's, you know, we're trying to streamline and multiple branding and all that shit. But, and I'm also okay with this title name if it doesn't have the TNT logo on it and isn't affiliated with the channel. It's going to have the logo on it somewhere. But, like, if this was, like, the USA Network title, like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. And if that's what this is, get the fuck out of here. And if that's what it's not, then I'm sorry and I apologize. Yeah, I think I'm... But if it is... Pretty much on the same line of thinking. If it is the TNT channel title, then you can go down to Florida, pick up Carol Baskins, and y'all can go (laughs) both go fuck yourselves together. Did someone mention that fucking bitch Carol fucking Baskins again? Because I'll tell you what, she ruined my fucking life, and it is a fucking war. Oh, Joe Exotic back again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Joe Exotic, for stopping by. Uh, We haven't had a celebrity on here in quite some time. Whoa, whoa, what's this? Did someone say celebrity? You forget about me? Your favorite celebrity? Oh, my God, Mark Wahlberg. We're having all the greatest hits come through today. Mark Wahlberg, we haven't seen you since you failed Bigfoot. How is it going, man? That's good, guys. Uh, just uh, here to promote my new movie on Netflix. It's, uh, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I can't even really remember what it's called. I'm just so very excited to be back on the Near Fall Network and drive by podcast. Uh, tell your sister I said hello. Um, about that, Mark. Um, as of a turnout in the time that you've been away from the show, um, my sister has actually passed away. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Well, uh, well, I'm very sorry for your family's loss. Um, I really am at a loss for words right now. I feel, uh, feel like I've disrespected you in your own home, and I'm very sorry. No, it's all good, Mark. Give us a hug. Bring it in, man. I just wanted to make you feel like a weirdo for a minute there. It's all straight. Uh, we're good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Walden. Um. Oh, Marky Mark. What a funky So, punch. yeah. So, yeah. Mm, I bet I could get that Mark Wahlberg to be my fourth husband. Joe Exotic, you gotta get out of here, my dude. You gotta go back to jail. Oh, How yeah. did you even get out of jail? Hey, speaking of jail, the zoo is free. 
Dude, you're supposed to be social distancing. Why do you have all these people in your room? I'm telling you, man, they just show up. You know how it goes, the zoo has nothing better to do. The zoo, you thought the zoo left your backyard, didn't he? He just moved into the neighbor's backyard. The zoo been spying on you (laughs) for months now. (laughs) Ha ha ha. When the moon hits you, I like a big pizza pie. That's Enzo Amore. All right, Mike. So you gotta kill one, you gotta fuck one, you gotta marry one. Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Todd Chrisley. Or. Ric Flair's dick. Not Ric Flair himself. Just Ric Flair's dick. You can imagine that. I bet that's diseased and shriveled and gross. I don't know, man. I used to call it the baby arm for nothing. I'm married uh, to Ric Flair's dick. I don't care. Uh, I, yeah, I mean... Whew, boy, oh boy. Kill Joe Exotic, bro. You haven't seen it yet. Just kill Joe Exotic. and. Yeah, I'm sure that was my kill. I feel like Todd uh, Chrisley's cleaner. Yeah, but do you marry Todd Chrisley? Because, I mean, from time to time, he has a lot of money. Yeah, I guess you... Well, fuck, bro. Well, no, Ric Flair doesn't have any money. Um, No, he's always out of money. I think I'm marrying Todd Chrisley. And you're fucking Ric Flair's dick. Yeah, why not? Sweet. Right on. Right on, right on. (laughs) Guys, it's WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Enjoy social distance. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And I say it every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. Oh, you're ugly. We hate you. Have an awful week. No, I'm kidding. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By drop every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Subscribe and make sure you never miss a single one. And keep the conversation going on Facebook at Drive-By Pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. This has been a presentation of the Near Fall Network. Um, fucking fuck this fucking week, man. Every bit of it. (laughs) Fuck the coronavirus. Fuck WrestleMania. Fuck Enzo More. And fuck Mark Wahlberg, because he didn't know my sister was fucking dead. Fucking loser, we sent you an invite to the fucking... You're supposed to come to calling hours. You said you were coming to calling hours. You never came. Fucking asshole. Uh... Pretty sure that movie's called Spencer Confidential, too. Yeah, man, everything sucks. And after this terrible day from work yesterday, I got home and I, I got my fucking Nika Predator Ultimate Jungle Hunter in the mail. And I opened it and the box was all smashed. And I was like, I was like, I mean, that's cool. Like, because I like to display the boxes, but it's just a side. So I was like, all right. So then I got it out and I was changing the head. And as I was trying to change one of the hands, I, I broke the fucking claws off of it. And I was just like, I briefly considered repacking it and sending it back and being like, the box was damaged and the shit was broke when I got here. And then I was like, you did. And I was like, nah, man, you did this. You broke this. So I've got a predator now with no claws. I'm not. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I know, it's because you're a shitty toy collector, and I'm not. No, I'm fucking around. <laughs>